All right. So you are living your life. It's uh, about a year from now. Uh huh. Your life is uh, the same as it is now. Tell your jokes. Uh-huh. Got your girlfriend and stuff. Okay. Have your different side projects, your job, you know. Yeah, yeah. So far, it seems fairly similar yeah. to what I'm doing. You find a, a joy in the simple comforts of life. Like what? The predictability. You know that every morning... You're going to rise at uh, 9, 11 a.m. You've been um, rising at 9, 11 a.m. Uh, <laughs> every day since you were born. And you've never really known why. And then on 9, 11, like uh, you watch the footage and you just went, Ugh. you just feel like you really dropped the ball on that one. <clears throat> you can't like prove it. You don't know how to like uh, even, you know substantiate that but you're like so most of my life outside of like school days and work days and stuff but generally if i just wake up on my own accord it happens yeah, around 9 11 at 9 11 at 9 yeah. 11 yeah it's obviously if someone like pours water on you or you know yells at you or pushes you to wake you we'll wake up we'll be yeah, 9 11 yeah. but every time you wake up of your own accord is 9 11 interesting yeah hmm. in 2001 in uh in january every time you saw 9 11 uh you would hear People screams in your head. You didn't really know what it was about. You just kind of ignored it. You're like, I'll just, you know. I mean, they the seem pretty linked, Pat. Yeah, but you don't know. You don't know what nine eleven is yet. And then on nine eleven again, the uh, the towers fall in the worst terrorist attack in uh, American history, and you kind of just go like, a bully. You never tell anyone. Like you don't get in trouble or anything. Yeah. I, what? Why would I get? In tr- I didn't do anything. Yeah. However, sometimes uh, you've been noticing lately, uh, especially the closer it gets to September, you are compelled to write the names of all of the 9-11 victims. All of them? You write them down on a piece of paper. You uh, put it into a paper airplane. You combine them to create like a giant paper airplane. Yeah. You throw it at the sun. It's probably not getting very far. No, I mean it doesn't actually hit the sun. Obviously, of course, but, like you throw it at the sun in the metaphorical. But where way. does it? Where does it land? Like eight feet in front of you. And what do I do with it? It explodes. <laughs> Why? You never know. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. So anyway, this is an eerie life, Pat. Yeah, it's kind of strange. So it's so it's uh you know you're just sort of like hanging out, you know. Suddenly, uh, there's a knock on the door. I look through the peephole. I know it's going to sound weird. Yeah. But standing on your front porch on his hind legs is a deer. Oh, shit. He's dressed in like a FedEx. Or, in a, and sorry, he's dressed in like a normal, like a male, you know, outfit. Yeah. Okay. He knocks again. He's like, come on. I, you know, I got deliveries to make. I open the door. He goes, uh, you Brooks? Yes, sir. He hands you a manila envelope. Okay. Do you take it? Yeah. I say, do I need a sign? And he goes, no. I got a good feeling about you. Well, thank you, sir. And I turn around and go inside, respecting him in his line of work. Of course. You always have. You look at the window. You see him sprint away on all fours. Yeah. Hauling ass. He hauls ass back to his uh, mail truck. 
So it's like USPS? Yeah. Damn. As he's driving out, he puts like his like one of his like front legs out the window. Yeah. Like a hand kind of. Yeah. And even though it's a hoof, you know he's giving you a thumbs up. <laughs> Hell yeah. You don't know how you know that. I just feel it in my soul. Yeah. So you see him drive away. All right. Drives away perfectly fine. Yeah. Nothing bad happens. Do you open the manila envelope? I kind of feel it first. Like, what's it feel like? And we say, is it like a padded envelope or is it like a standard manila? It looks like you feel it and you can tell there's only like one piece of paper in there. Oh, okay. So it's like a, a manila envelope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then I, I would, I would like shake it. Just sounds like sounds, a like a piece of paper being pushed around. All right, then yeah, I'd open it. Is you it addressed to me, or is it yeah. like what's a return address? The return address is um, just a, a a drawing of a snake eating its tail. The Ouroboros. The Ouroboros. Symbol of uh, oh fuck, rebirth and renewal. Well, out of curiosity alone, yeah, I would open it up. You open it up. And uh, you take out the piece of paper. Yeah. And it says, check your email. What the fuck? A second later, your your phone dings. You look down. You got a new email. You look over the manila, manila envelope. Snake's gone. What? Yeah. Where'd it go? You never see it again. Jesus Christ. But you dream of it. Uh, what does that mean, Pat? So, um, do you check your email or? But I, you're telling me I'm going to dream of an Ouroboros? Yeah. What does that mean? Um, you have dreams where it's like <clears throat> they start Oral? off. They start off normal. It's not not all the time, but just every once in a while. But there's a series of them. Yeah, shit. Like it'll be a normal dream. You'll be kind of like um, at work in your dream, but it's also like your third grade classroom. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just that weird kind of uh, yeah. dream logic, and um, you kind of like. At the corner of your eye, you see on the wall, on the chalkboard, is a, like a drawing of an Ouroboros. Yeah. You look over at it, and it looks at you. It's just dreams like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that fucking sucks. Yeah. One uh, dream you have, you're just like draining threes and slamming dunks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And uh, the last thing you do before- do people love it? There's a crowd around you. Fuck yeah. This is good, man. There's 30,000 people. Whoa, that's a lot. Yeah. And they're watching you drain threes and slam dunks. You decide for your final trick, or your final shot, rather, I guess. You're going to dunk from half court. What? Like an NBA jam? Yeah. Fuck, man. You look down. It's a good dream. You start running. Yeah. You're holding the ball. Am I dribbling it? No. You're allowed to not dribble for this. Probably look cool if I was dribbling. You think to yourself, "Fuck it!" You just start dribbling Hell that yeah. ball. You're doing that. You're doing. You're putting it in between your legs. Yeah, dude. At one point, you spin it on your finger uh-huh. and you do a flip. Like man, a I'm hot dogging right now. It's still, yeah, it's you're in your dream. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, of course. You get to the it's rules. The ha- half court. You jump. Yeah. You fucking soar through the air. Hell yeah! Like a bird homing in on its prey. Damn. The basket is my prey. Yeah. You jump at it. For a second, you almost imagine yourself as like a great hunter. Oh, like a hawk? Yeah. Fuck yeah. You do a, a basketball 360, hawk. You do a 360 spin. Whoa. You slam that ball into that hoop. Hell yeah. I'm a natural athlete. You land, you know what I mean, safely. Yeah. 
crowd erupts. Yeah. You look up into the sky and you see uh, a cloud that looks like a uh, Ouroboros. Yeah. And it uh, uncoils itself. Yeah. And just looks at you. Yeah. And then you wake up. God damn it. So like a lot of your dreams, it doesn't really ever do anything, but it's always watching you. Man. Even even like when you don't see it, you just think to yourself like. It's here. It's here. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That sucks. It's Yeah. It's a little odd. It never does anything, but yeah. it definitely weighs on your mind. So you check your email? Yeah, I checked my email. Uh, it says, uh, it's uh, basically, it's a, uh, a job offer like, like for a gig that's coming to town. Like a comedy gig. It's a, it's a mixed thing. Uh, it's, uh, com- there's comedy, there's music, it's like a variety show. There's all kinds of stuff. Um, they're wanting me to do stand up or yeah. like host it. What do they want? They want you to do a set. Okay. They're going to pay you, um, $400. Okay. You're going to do, um, it's over the course of a few days. You're going to do, um, you know, two sets on Friday, one set on Saturday. You're also going to sit on a, on a podcast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the podcast is called uh, The Pepperoni Pals. And it's about, it's basically a podcast about pepperoni. That's, that sounds like a podcast I'd be into. Yeah. And it's like, it's one of the most popular podcasts. Really? In the it's, yeah. It makes no sense. Aroni podcast. Yeah. Huh? Uh, it's called Brooks Fest, and the way that this festival is, hey, what? <laughs> so they're in town, and it's basically just a festival of people with the name Brooks. Yeah, there's Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks is there. Yeah, I uh, get. It. They're gonna pay me four hundred dollars, and I get to go and see Garth Brooks. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking sold, man. Uh, Brooks Whelan. Yeah, Mel Brooks. Man, this is great. Brooks and Dunn. Of course. Wait, is is Ronnie Dunn there or is it just kicks? No, they let him in. They let, well, I mean, you got to. Yeah. But uh, they're probably there as like the group Brooks and Dunn, not as like. The word Brooks is so much bigger than Dunn. Uh, well, I mean. They actually make him uh, like face away from the audience. Man, you know, it's about entire, time that fucking guy. Yeah, got, he trembles I, with fear. I feel like their relationship is tense. Yeah. Good to see Kicks getting his comeuppance. James L. Brooks is there. He does a oh, seminar. Man, this about, is like, wonderful. Yeah. Meredith Brooks. Does she, does she sing the song, Bitch? Yeah. And she has like some other songs. They're actually pretty good. Yeah, man. Yeah. And um, Joe Brooks. You don't really know what his deal is. What What is his deal? She's like some guy. They never, they don't explain his significance. Yeah. You, you never like see him around. You don't really know what his deal is. Everybody else on the show is like. A huge success. Yeah. Except for me and Joe Brooks, who does who the fuck knows what. Yeah. I mean, you can like Google it, but I mean, you, you I, yeah, you I, like I would. Oh, yeah, you would? Yeah, 100%. I would go, who the fuck is Joe Brooks? You look it up. Uh, he was a screenwriter in the uh, 40s before he was blacklisted. Oh, man. He was the first person to write in a screenplay. Uh, he was the first person to have the character say, uh, it's not a movie. This isn't a movie. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. And like the first time he did it, like the crowd was like, holy shit. Yeah, I bet. To be honest, it kind of like ruined movies for a lot of the people. Whoa. Yeah. That's part of why he was blacklisted. Oh, man. Yeah. It's the whole thing. So he, but he, was he successful? I mean, up to that point. Yeah. Man. this. So everybody on this panel is great, except for me. Well, you're a very funny stand-up. I'm a, I'm a funny stand-up, but I'm not like 
Brooks Whelan or Meredith Brooks or James L. Brooks. I'm not somebody's. I'm not Garth Brooks. I'm not somebody's fucking hero. Yeah, they they did a, a Google search for people named Brooks in Austin who do comedy, and you popped up, and so did Zach Brooks. Yeah, why didn't they get him? Uh, he couldn't do that weekend, so no. now you're doing it. So I was, so, cho- I was choice too. Yeah. So um, Fuck. you do you take the gig or? Yeah, one hundred percent. They're gonna pay me four hundred dollars. Yeah. I got to do four sets, and I, I get to get into Brooks Fest. I get to go see Garth Brooks and James L. Brooks and Mel Brooks. Yeah. And Joe Brooks. You do the gig. Meredith Brooks. Uh, Brooks Fest is uh, pretty fun, man. Yeah. You actually like, you have a great set. Like you meet Garth Brooks. Yeah, but man. Not only do you get to watch him from the side. Uh, after your set, you get you go to the back. Yeah. And um, it's, uh, it's it's an outdoor show. Sure. Uh, so you're, you know, perspiring and stuff. So uh, you yeah. go to the back, you know, to be expected. You go to the uh, the back and you you put like a towel over your face, like yeah. holy shit. And you're also kind of exhausted because you're like you just had like a great fucking set, dude. It was Crush one of those, City. One of those things, yeah, Crush City. Yeah, it was one of those things where like you're you're able to weave in crowd work with material, yeah, off yeah. the cuff stuff, and then you can fall back on jokes like the Dragon. Yeah, yeah, I mean everything that you've ever wanted great. out of a set. So you put the towel over your head to cool off, and then like this guy comes up and he kind of like puts his hand on your shoulder and he's like huh i gotta tell you son that was really good and you're kind of like what the fuck is this and you pull the uh your uh towel up and it's garth brooks god i would lose my mind yeah i think uh, there's not a whole lot of people that i think would make me speechless but i think garth brooks is one of them you think so yeah i do and he sees you speechless he kind of just laughs and he tells you uh, a really heartwarming story of uh, when he was kind of like young and coming up. Yeah. He met uh, Emmylou Harris. Yeah. And he was like speechless. He didn't know what to do. Yeah. And she just kind of like laughed and smiled, kissed him on the cheek. He tells you that he has never washed his cheek ever since. Oh, man, that's weird. Well, she ever? Was, yeah. Oh, okay. And he goes, dude, this is like 70s Emmylou Harris. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, I get it. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. But you never washed that cheek? No. He goes, there's no need. I mean, did you ever like get it wet? Like, been in the ocean, been underwater. He's like, nah. I try to stay away from uh, stuff like that. He goes, look, it doesn't matter. It's never his cheek has never been washed. Yeah, I mean, it's what he Since says. The seven, I mean, does fucking, it look dirty? No, it looks pretty normal. Does it smell? No. All right, then whatever. Maybe Garth Brooks is weird. I don't know. And he and he so he tells that story and he goes, so you know, not to that guy but i i kind of get what you're going through it's all good man he goes you're really funny um i'm going up in like five minutes so hell yeah and um that's the last time you see him like when he's done he kind of like is hustled off stage and stuff i I would tell him before he went up how big of a fan i was you say that to him and he just goes like you know what i've heard that thousands of times he goes i gotta tell you brother never gets old Thanks so much, man. Yeah, man. Thank and, you. Yeah, just a great guy. Yeah, yeah. He dude. walks away. I talk about Garth Brooks in my act. Yeah, you don't tell him that. You kind of feel. Like yeah, I wouldn't that, tell him that story because it's horrendous. But I, yeah, big, yeah, man. I love Garth Brooks. So I Brooks, love I love Chris Gaines. I'd probably yell that too. I'd say I thought it was underrated. He turns around and kind of just gives you a look like what? Yeah, man. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was really catchy and it was better than what critics made it out to be. Yeah, and he, he kind of just nods and he goes, "All right." Walks away. You never see him, you know, after that. That sucks. Well, you see, you had your moment. So you're driving back uh, from Brooks Fest. Man. And you're like, man, that looked, you're like, that went really well. Yeah. 
I crushed. You crushed. You got paid. You met Garth Brooks. Yeah. You went to a seminar by uh, James L. Brooks about how to break into animation and stuff like that. Oh, man. So it was it was actually a pretty good weekend. That's great. And you're driving, and um, you look up, and for a moment in uh, the stars, yeah, you see that Ouroboros. God damn it. So you're distracted, uh, so you don't notice when uh, the, the, the road curves sharply. And you smash into a tree. What? You wake up. I wreck into a tree. Yeah. You don't die. God damn. You wake up in a Lanalax hospital. Oh, man. All right. And they're like, uh, oh, you know, you're back. Great. And they're like, um, the nurses and the doctors talking to you. And they're like, you know, Aaron, you had a a mild concussion, um, but the Fairmax found you. They brought you here. Yeah, they didn't really know what your deal was. Yeah. Uh, while you were under, they noticed that you had um, a brain disease. All right. That's plausible. It's called Newman's Own Brain Disease. It was discovered by Paul Newman. He Paul a- Newman, yeah. and he branded it after his line of, of food. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and yeah, people ask him about that, and he's like, "Well, you know, all that money goes to charity. I think I can do this." Like, so, so you have Newman's own brain disease. God damn it, that's the worst name ever, Pat. Yeah, but they, uh, but they're like, "Look, like we're telling you this because we we got rid of it. Like it's easily cured. It's not." A huge oh well, deal. then thank you. Wow, what a miracle! They go, yeah. What would have happened if I wouldn't have gotten my Newman's own brain disease cured? Uh, you would have turned and slowly turned into spaghetti sauce. <laughs> My, my, my hang on my my whole form my entire body would have slowly been turned into spaghetti sauce or my brain would have been turned into, into spaghetti sauce your entire body god slowly yeah man i'm glad that disease is so easily cured yeah what um, a fucking relief every time uh someone dies from it uh paul is- newman um the Paul Newman Foundation donates a hundred dollars to charity. Is that where their spaghetti sauce comes from? No, it, oh, it's, okay. it's all coincidental. Because yeah, that's a huge. Fu- I'd stop buying Newman's Own at that point. I'd never buy anything. No, Newman's no, no. Own it's, it's still again. quality. Uh, it's still quality food at a reasonable price. Because what's the Alfredo? You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, so the doctor's talking to you, and they're like, "So anyway, Jesus we're, we're we're gonna like let you out now." So yeah. Uh, you know, just just keep the doctor goes. Just just keep on grooving. Ugh. What's the doctor's name? Peter. Peter what? Peter Pendulum. <laughs> okay. So in the phone book, his name is Pendulum Peter. Yeah. All right. He has long pendulum tattoos. <laughs> no, on his fuck arms. you. His tattoos of pendulums. Yeah, he's proud of his name. And sometimes oh, when, when he's drunk, sucks. he'll swing them back no. and forth. <laughs> it's kind of like his party trick. That sucks so bad. Now people love it, though. God damn. Pete Pendulum. So you leave. Um, <laughs> pendulum Peter. Yeah. You, you get home and you're like, this has been a kind of a strange couple of days. You walk into uh, your bathroom and you look into the mirror. Yeah. And there's another face on the back of your head. What the fuck? God damn it. And it goes, oh, and like kind of like looks away and starts whistling. What do you do? 
There's another face on the on in the mirror. Yeah, it's on the back of your head. Like you notice it because you turn to like uh, check yourself out. You notice that there's Ugh. like a head back there. You can't see all of it, obviously, because you're looking. So I would somehow I would find a, a handheld mirror and like look at into that yeah. and see the face on the back of my head. It notices that it's um that you can like see it and it goes, oh, uh, hey, hey, Aaron, what's up? What the fuck is going on? He's like, oh, um, yeah. So they uh. Look, I'm just going to love with you. They sewed me onto the back of your head. What the fuck is this? Who are you? My name is Darren. Fuck you, Darren. Darren Brooks. What the fuck? I call I call the hospital immediately. You pick up the uh, the phone and he goes, no, don't, don't, don't. He goes, I can help you. He what goes, the I- fuck? Get off of me. He goes, I know things. I don't want to know a goddamn thing. Because I know the names of all the demons. I don't give a fuck. I call the hospital immediately. You call. It's, it goes to the uh, the um, secretary, administrative assistant. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they answer the phone. They go, Lanalax Hospital, uh, what is going on? I say I need to speak to whatever doctor I had. Yeah. Pendulum. Yeah, sorry. Uh, is Dr. Pendulum peter pendulum available and she goes i'm sure he can swing on over no i i just need to talk to him god damn it so you, you get put on hold um the hold music is just like sound of thunder you're pretty sure you can hear wolves in the background why a minute later he's like hey it's dr pendulum here what what up what's up i say dr pendulum this is aaron brooks uh you cured me of newman's own brain disease oh of course apparently in the process you sewed another person to the backside of me what the fuck is that what happened he goes what and then you hear like rustling of papers yeah and he goes oh fuck and he goes, uh, what are you up to right now, Aaron? I'm freaking the fuck out because there's a person sewed to the back of me. It's just the face, though. Just the face. And he goes, uh, he goes, okay, um, hey, maybe you should come back here. I'm pretty sure you dropped your phone. Okay, I'll come up right over. So uh, I'm, I'm picking up what he's putting down. Yeah, you're like freaking out. So I drive and over. You, you're about to drive over and you, Darren Brooks is like, Aaron. Don't do this. He goes, I can help you. I don't know. what All you've told me is that you know the names of demons. Goes, I get, I I get in the car. He goes, I know other stuff, Aaron. I start the car and I start driving. What, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah. I'm driving to the hospital until proven that I need to not drive to the hospital. You get to the hospital in like record time. Yeah. Every single light you come to is green. You know what I mean? What a coincidence. And every time you pass underneath it, you... Have the faintest taste of wintergreen. That's weird. Yeah. So you, you get to the hospital, you pull up, uh, Dr. Pendulum is in front it's in front of Lanalax Hospital and he's like and he like you know, throws a jacket at you, you cover your head, he brings you in, brings you to the emergency room, and uh, as you're walking you hear like the face behind you be like, Aaron, it's not too late. He goes, The names of the demons. The, the, I, there's some psychopath there's something's wrong in my brain 
Yeah. I yeah, I'm gonna take this fucking person's face off the back of my head. So they take you into the emergency room. <laughs> they do the surgery on you. You wake up. What's like, the surgery called? It's called uh, face removal. Four twenty six nine. The guy who uh, named it is really smart, but he's like he's you know kind of a surgeon. He's not very mature. Surgeon bro. Yeah, he's kind of a bro. What's his name? Uh, Brandon Brosif. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Brandon B. Brosif. Uh, what's his middle initial? For bodacious. His middle name is Brand is Brandon Bodacious. Yeah, his his dad was kind of uh, a bro too. Oh so god, this guy sucks. Yeah. Um. So they, you wake up and they're like, "We're really sorry about this. We meant to put this on something else." And he looks really nervous. And he goes, "They didn't tell you anything, did it?" No, I, I called you guys right away. And he goes, "Oh, thank, thank the Lord." And he goes, uh, "Well, Aaron, uh, we feel really bad. So uh, we made your we made your dick bigger. Thank on you on the house. Brother. How much bigger?" And he and he kind of smiles at you and he goes, "I think you'll be very happy." And then he kind of like waits a second. And he goes, "I think a lot of people oh, will be very happy." No. So I you mean, leave. How much bigger is it now? Uh, that's the first thing you check. You, you yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's like eight inches. Well, you know, flaccid. Jesus. Yeah. So you think to yourself like, "Whoa!" I and you think to yourself, "I, I got to take this baby for a test drive i need to build more blood yeah you know? and, and you walk outside and you go vroom 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 oh no and you pretend like you're on a like, motorcycle <laughs> with your hands you know what i mean at the thought of my new giant penis yeah all right you're like hell yeah you jump into the, your, your car you uh drive home and uh you're you're almost home you can't wait to try to sing out and then um your eyes just kind of flicker up to the rearview mirror and in the rear mirror, you see. God damn it! In the back seat, there's a, a man. God damn it! Sitting there, and it's it's the best way I can explain this is that it's like he's his face is an outline of smoke. You can't quite look directly at it. Yeah. Um, he's wearing like a full suit and stuff like that, smoking a cigarette. He's kind of like casually looking out the window, and he goes, "Um, hello, Aaron. I'm the man in the back seat." <sighs> You yeah. freak out, you turn around, there's no one sitting there. Yeah. When you turn back around, he's in the review mirror. Yeah. You can only see him in the review mirror. And he goes, Aaron, I'm going to cut to the chase. What are the names of the demons? I don't know them. I don't know the names of the demons. That There's a mistake at the hospital. They put that face on me. Uh, I went and had it removed. They said it was for, quote, something else. Uh, I do not know the names of the demons. I was not told the names of the demons. I do not know them. And he goes, you took it off? He goes, do you have any idea what I had to do to... Oh, his left eye glows red. You know what? Fucking tell me then. Tell me next time. Don't just spring a face on the back of my head with no fucking explanation. Why? Why do people in this universe insist on being assholes... When they're wrong, when all they had to do was just say, hey, man, here's the thing that's going to happen. You're going to learn some shit, and it's going to be cool. Fuck him. That sucks. That sucks. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I woke up with a face on the back of my head and no explanation, and I did what any logical sane person would do, which is get it off immediately. Yeah. 
So uh, he makes a fist. Go ahead. Uh, and your car explodes. Take my fucking life. <laughs> your body God burns damn. to a crisp. They can't identify you. <laughs> They're like, we think this is Aaron because, you know, it's, 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 it's the car is, was like burned up too. The only thing that uh, was still there was uh, your license plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing. Yeah. You had a Vanny license plate. It wasn't. It said, uh, bad boy. Oh. And then four, the number four. Yeah. L-Y-F-E. Ugh. Bad boy for life. Is it because I feel like a bad boy or I love the film series Bad Boys? Hey, brother, you tell me. Hmm. So anyway, they, they, they can't identify you for a few days, but. Fuck that. Yeah. That sucks. I do anything wrong. They throw your uh, body in a ditch. You're never buried. God damn it. (laughs) But at least you had fun at Brooks Fest. Yeah, man. Fuck you.